near and dear ones of the deceased. So deen has made it very easy for them. Because insan is insan, we have emotions, we have feelings. So somebody very close to one has passed away, so it's an emotionally difficult situation. So deen has made it very simple, very easy. To the extent that Nabi Islam has encouraged that if somebody has passed away, then the neighbors, others should take care of the meals of that household for, household for three days. Because they are not in a position to now undertake all this burden on themselves. Forget, not burden, but this responsibility of their own household. What has society done? What have customs done? That let alone the responsibility of their household, they must take the burden of the entire society now. Feed everybody. So where did the difficulty come from? Deen is so easy that that household, Nabi Islam made it so easy for them that encourage others, you take care of this responsibility. They also have to eat. They are in grief, but they have to eat. So you take care of it. What we have done is made it the other way around. So all these difficulties have come from our side. When it comes to every aspect of life, Deen is very simple, very easy. But the difficulties come from us. Yes, sure. So therefore, when a person takes on to Deen and takes on to the correct procedure that Allah Ta'ala has given us, that Nabi Islam has taught us, then all the difficult things also become very simple, very easy. So dunya is dunya. All kinds of conditions come in dunya. All kinds of challenges come upon a person sometimes. And in this regard, Allah Ta'ala has given us direction of how to come past that. So this one ayat of the Quran Sharif is in relation to other aspects, but it gives us guidance in this regard as well. Allah Ta'ala says, لَا خَيْرَ فِي كَثِيرٍ مِّن نَجْوَاهُمْ إِلَّا مَنْ أَمَرَ بِصَدَقَةٍ أَوْ مَعْرُوفٍ أَوْ إِسْلَاحٍ بَيْنَ النَّاسِ that in all these discussions that people have, Allah says, no good in it. All these idle discussions. And if we really reflect upon ourselves, that how much of discussions, no end to the discussions. And discussions for what? There is no end for that discussion. Meaning no objective. One is that discussion doesn't end, and there isn't an end for it. It's just an a conversation, a discussion that goes on and without any real objective, whatever is the discussion of the time, that will be and everybody becomes an expert when it comes to any dini issue, when it comes to politics everybody is the most uh, experienced in everything in terms of world politics <laughs> but really at the end of the day it is often, very often just futile discussion because we have no idea of the realities what is the guidance of shariat on those issues what is the reality on the ground but everybody has an opinion and much of the opinion is based often in many issues in many many issues much of the opinion is informed and based upon informed by and based upon what the media gives us so that becomes the foundation for the discussion how much of that is true, how much of that is untrue, how much of that is propaganda, how much of that is complete fiction of somebody's imagination? We don't know. Very often it turns out later that what was reported and what was the reality were worlds apart. Worlds apart, completely worlds apart. So in any case, Allah Ta'ala says that there's no good in all these discussions. These discussions, kind of consultations, they are mashwaras of sorts. But there are certain kinds of mashwara which there is good in. Illa man amara bi sadaqatin, aw ma'roofin, aw islahin bainan nas. But those discussions, whether it is two people, somebody is taking some advice, whether it is more than two people. So where somebody is asking, somebody is giving the direction and guidance man amara bi sadaqatin his 
directing somebody to be charitable, to be helpful, to be compassionate, to be kind, to be caring, to be sharing, to be getting out of one's selfish self. Many of the things, one is the idea of selfishness, that selfishness is somebody has something maybe to eat, somebody else is starving, he doesn't share with him. So you see, it's very selfish. But this is far wider than that. Very much more wider than that. Sometimes, a person would not give some good advice to somebody because this person mustn't surpass me. Is that not selfish? Sometimes, he might not want to assist somebody in something because this person, well, didn't assist me when I had a problem. So that's still part of our selfishness because his selfishness as well, ours as well. So this kind of mindset is not what Deen has taught us. We have been taught something very different. You return somebody's ill treatment with good treatment. So in any case, Allah Ta'ala says that the one who commands with sadaqah, this is a whole topic on its own, the benefits of sadaqah and the khair and barakah that comes through sadaqah. And sadaqah is not confined to being able to spend thousands of rands. Even that 50 cents, that 20 cents also a person can spend, that even that too he should spend in the path of Allah Ta'ala. Sadaqah, in the hadith, Nabi Islam says, Tutfi'u it extinguishes the anger of Allah Ta'ala. And it saves a person from a bad death. Can we imagine at what point the sadaqah comes with the aid of a person? At the most crucial time when he is now departing from this world and at a time when shaitan makes his utmost effort. When shaitan makes the utmost effort. At that time, the sadaqah comes to his aid and prevents him from a bad death. So that sadaqah is not confined to any particular amount. Somebody has only 100 rands and he has spent 1 rand from it. So he spent 1%. And somebody has a million rands and he spent a thousand rands. He spent 0,1%. Oh. <coughs> In the court of Allah Ta'ala, this person's sacrifice is greater. This person's amount is greater. Allah knows best who's going to get rewarded more. He for his sacrifice or for he, he for his amount. The thing is to do what we can. To do how much we can. Sometimes, in many things also in general, our concept or attitude sometimes is, this I can't do. When we hear about the amal of the pious people or other good actions we are encouraged towards. Or now somebody we hear, mashallah, this person every day makes his salah with takbir awla, not one salah he ever misses. This person is very, very humble, humble with everybody, with his parents, humble at home, most. Uh, what a pleasant person he is within the four walls of the house. This I can't do. So that is the starting point where we go off first step where we go off is to say I can't do it. What is the correct procedure there? I can do it and inshallah I will do it. But with the help of Allah Ta'ala. On my own accord I can't do anything, definitely. If Allah Ta'ala makes it possible then everything is possible. So the issue is to turn to Allah Ta'ala and to beg of Him. So in any case the sadaqah is an extremely important thing. So the first thing Allah Ta'ala says there's a whole subject on its own. Oh, ma'roofin. Ma'roof means every good. Everything that deen has regarded as good. So it encompasses everything that we can think of. And the last thing in this ayat Allah Ta'ala says, Oh, islahim bain nas Oh, he's encouraging and guiding towards creating peace between people. So this kind of mashwara is very very good. 
Other than that, Allah Ta'ala says, La khaira fi kathirin minna juhum. Many of it is just futile. But the one lesson in this is, that mashwara is something to be made. Mashwara is something to be made. Allah Ta'ala commands Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, who is sahib wahi, upon whom the wahi of Allah Ta'ala is coming down. Yet, to teach the ummah that this is something to be done, Allah Ta'ala says to the Muslim, You also make mashwara with them. From the Sahaba, you take their views and then decide. Whereas he is receiving wahi, he is getting direct revelation. But to teach the ummah that this is a procedure by which things will happen. Hazrat Ali he says that the best support, the best support that a person can have is mashwara. And the worst preparation, the worst preparation that a person can put in for anything is to be independent. I don't need to ask anybody. I don't need to consult anyone. Why should I? I can understand it for myself. He says the best support is mashwara. And the worst preparation for something is to go about it independently. This word mashwara in Arabic, it comes from shawr, shawr al-asl. Extracting of honey from the hive is called shawr al-asl. So mashwara comes, this word comes from this usage in the Arabic language. The ulama explained that what its significance is, that when a person is extracting the honey, number one, it's not an easy process. You have to go about it carefully. And then, it can sometimes even have a little bit of difficulty in it. But it gets stung sometimes also. But when a person undertakes it, then the end result is very sweet, the honey. So there is an effort, he has to go about it in the correct way. He has to now undertake sometimes that little difficulty that comes with it. But after doing all that, then he gets that sweet end result, that honey. So this mashwara is something Allah Ta'ala has made part of that process to make life very simple. To make it very easy for a person to overcome the challenges that face one in life. To make it very, very simple and easy for a person to be able to find his direction. And this is something Allah Ta'ala has made as part of the system. So Allah Ta'ala puts that barakat in it. It is not the achievement of anybody. Not the achievement of the person asking. Not the achievement of the person being asked. But it is Allah Ta'ala's system that Allah Ta'ala has placed. When a person goes about it in the correct way, fulfills the requirements of mashwara, Allah Ta'ala puts barakat in it. Allah Ta'ala inspires the heart of the person you are asking from. And that which was the solution for our difficulty and problem, Allah Ta'ala inspires it. And sometimes a person wonders that, but this was so straightforward, where it came from? Allah Ta'ala put it. So this mashwara is something very, very essential. But it has to be in the right way, from the right place. The first thing is, that this mashwara must be from someone who has the understanding and experience. It will depend what the mashwara is about. If it is a dini matter, then it will be from somebody who is experienced and has the understanding of that line. If it's a business matter, now you will not go, go to the Darul Ifta somewhere, to the Mufti Sahib, that this business matter meaning, is this business better or that business better? The business, what are the shari'i aspects pertaining to it, you'll ask him. But now to ask him that whether, what should I now be dealing in A or B, or selling this or that, in terms of the different options that are there, so that is a business thing. It depends where the person wants to start off something, he'll ask the people who are familiar with that place, he'll ask the people who are familiar with that line of trade, those who have experience in that, but that is also something to do, to take mashwara from people who have that experience, who have that understanding of that line. 
has something to do with engineering and he asks the businessman about it the businessman really gives him advice on that that'll be a dangerous building he'll take, probably put up <laughs> so that's something to go to the engineer for it's a medical thing he'll go to a doctor for it so depending on what is the issue at hand then the person who has the understanding of that issue he'll discuss with him then together with that it must be somebody who has deen in him and taqwa in him even if it is a business issue even if it is some other day to day life issue many people unfortunately take advice for example there's a marital issue now somebody told them you need to go for marital counseling so marital counseling so now they looked up the yellow pages for marital counseling and they went to somebody who doesn't have iman let alone deen so now through the yellow pages they went for marital counseling where they end up that is like a red light that should be flashing through the yellow pages they going for this this is a alarm bell should be ringing and unfortunately many people came with very very dangerous advice they went for these kind of things to the wrong place and came back with very dangerous advice dangerous for dunya also and worse than that was dangerous for their iman because a person who doesn't have iman and you're asking him for something that if one is a medical thing a medical thing it will be confined to that issue but now something to do with how to live life hmm. how to live life so each person has some concepts of it he has some life some world view as they call it he's going to give it according to that world view is simply a person's beliefs so he's going to give what he's got in his heart if in his heart is kufr what is going to give hmm. so it must be somebody who has deen somebody who has taqwa the consciousness of allah taala because he will be the person who nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam has said al mustasharu mu'tamanu the person who mashwara is sought from has been put in a place of trust in a position of trust he must now fulfill the trust how he must fulfill the trust he must give that mashwara which he is confident that this is the best mashwara to give it could be sometimes that he misjudged the issue he's in some could be that he misread the situation but in his heart of hearts in the light of his experience in the light of his knowledge he has experience he has knowledge he gave it a good thought with the consciousness of allah taala what he felt was the best thing to advise he gave that advice that is then he's fulfilling the trust that he has been placed on and if he in his heart there is something there that i should be telling him to buy this business that is in his heart but what is he saying i think this is a lost case <coughs> and his heart is something else and he's saying something else why is he saying it because after this person leaves uh, he's dialing the number when can i come and make an appointment to buy this business that is khianat that is deceiving this person so it must be somebody who has that understanding who has that experience then together with that he has deen in him taqwa in him then together with that it's already linked in this what we just discussed he must not have some post personal motive in the issue because a person who has some personal motive not necessarily that the motive in itself might be something impermissible but he has some personal interest in it it is very difficult for him to still say that which is 100% the best thing to say if it goes against him because he's got also some personal motive in it he also has some interest in it he has some interest in it then it is something not easy for him to say what is the best thing if that goes against his own interest so therefore this is also something to be seen and then as an additional thing when asking somebody for that advice he must not be in a condition that he is 
emotionally caught up in some issue, whether the issue at hand or some other issue, that he's in an emotional situation, he's in grief or he's in some other emotional state. A person in an emotional state <coughs> cannot think clearly. Ra'yul alili alilun. The view and opinion of a person who is ill, that will also be ill. And then from the side of the person giving the mashwara, if that mashwara wasn't accepted, so on. It's not something that he's got wahi. Sometimes it happens unfortunately that somebody asks another person something, whether it was a business issue, whether it was some other issue, whether it was a family issue. So some senior person in the family is now taken as an elder, so some advice is sought from him. So he gave some advice, mashallah. Alhamdulillah, he did his duty. For whatever the reasons were, that advice wasn't taken. So the advice wasn't taken. Now that becomes a major issue. That I gave this advice and he decided to do something else. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi she was a slave woman. And the masala is that when a slave woman who is married to somebody, now she's a slave, but the master, her owner, got her married to somebody else. But if after that she becomes freed, the master frees her, that now you are free. So that marriage that she's in, at that time she has a choice to either continue with that marriage or to terminate it there. Because the master got her married, now she became free. So now she is at a point where she can make the choice. So she was a slave woman and she was married off. Then she became freed. So when she became freed, she decided I'm not going to remain in this marriage anymore. The husband was extremely attached to her. He came to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that please intercede on my behalf. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam suggested it to her that look, that this is a position, your husband is so now grieved about this, that you are deciding not to continue with this. So she asked Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, is this your instruction or your mashwara? If it is your instruction, then I totally accept it. If it is your instruction, there is no true, no question about it. Though, the second part of it was, that if it's your instruction, then no question about it. But if it is your mashwara, then it's your mashwara, then I have a choice in it. Nabi Islam said, no, it's my mashwara, it's not my instruction. Say, so, well, in that case, then I am not accepting to continue with him. Nabi Islam left it at that. He left it completely at that. Though, if one acts on that mashwara, one can become the recipient of great khair and benefit also, depending where it came from. One sahabi by the name of Hazrat Julaibi, very poor person, person without any features. Nabi Sallallahu one day called one Ansari sahabi and he said to him, that will you give your daughter's hand in marriage? So this person thought that Nabi Sallallahu wants to marry her. He said, by all means, I am most happy for this. Nabi Sallallahu said, not for me, but. He said, for who? He said, I want your daughter's hand in marriage for Julaibi. He kept quiet. And then he said, well, let me make mashwara with her mother. Because he felt that was the most prudent thing to do, most wise thing to do. Before he makes some decision here, might be another story there. So he played it safe. So any case, he went home and he put it forward in the same manner that the beast last time has asked for our daughter's hand in marriage. So the wife immediately responded the same way. That by all means, so then he said, but not for Nabi Sallallahu himself. He's asked for her hand in marriage for Julaibib. Now his wife was also familiar with who is Julaibib, radiallahu anhu. So he said, what? Our daughter get her married to Julaibib, radiallahu anhu? Never. It was a mashwara. It was a request. So it was a mashwara also. It was advised that look, let this happen. So now when 
she also, when she responded in this way, so the father said, well, let me go and inform Nabi Sallallahu as he's turning to leave, the daughter overhears this whole conversation. So she comes in and asks, but who put this proposal forward? Allah. So she says, Nabi Sallallahu put the proposal forward. She said, are you rejecting the proposal that Nabi Sallallahu put forward? Now she also knows who's the person. She also is aware that all the qualities that somebody is looking for, this person doesn't have it in terms of outward qualities. His heart is filled with demand. But he doesn't have wealth, he doesn't have any position, any status in society, he doesn't have any features and beauty. So all the apparent things that are desired in a marriage partner, all this he doesn't have. But she's ready to make this decision. Why? Because Nabi Islam has suggested it. This is Mashwara. So when she says this, it says, accept what Nabi Islam has sent. So now when she responds in this way, both the parents now relent and they say very well, let's inform Nabi Islam. Nabi Islam is informed. And just at that time, this, this nikah takes place also. And Nabi Islam gives the call for jihad. The Sahabi also goes out. And after the battle is over, Nabi Islam asks the Sahaba, are you all missing anyone? Meaning somebody is still unaccounted for. You see, no, we can't think of anybody else. Whoever we've accounted for, those who are living, those who have been martyred, we've accounted for everyone. He says, no, I'm missing somebody. I'm missing Julaibib. Go look for him. That he's not here among the living, where is he? So they come, they find him finally martyred also. And Nabi Islam comes himself. And he had slain seven people before he was slain. Nabi Islam makes dua for him and then puts his head on his forearm for the entire duration while his grave was being dug. Mm. Then rests him in his grave. But now this girl who was ready to make the sacrifice, Nabi Islam made dua for her. Now this was the barakat of her wholeheartedly giving in and accepting the mashwara, the advice, the suggestion, the request of Rasulullah Sallallahu Allahumma subba alayha khayran sabba wa la taj'al hayataha kaddan kadda Ya Allah you shower down the good upon her Ya Allah you shower down the khayr khayr is such a comprehensive word in Arabic that includes every kind of positive thing every good barakat in everything Ya Allah you shower it down the word subba wa la taj'al hayataha kaddan kadda Ya Allah don't make her life difficult in any way the narrators narrate that in a short time she became the most envied person in every sense. All the women began to envy whatever she had been given after that. In every sense, in every aspect of life. Where did this come from? From the barakat of the dua, which came with the barakat of accepting that mashwara wholeheartedly. But this is mashwara. So, the other part of the mashwara is that a person now is asking for advice about something, then he will present the entire situation. He will not present half the situation. Like for example, just to take a just from the straightforward, simple example, a person has got some turbulence at home. So now there's a turbulence at home. So now he comes and says, a big problem. What's the problem? Oh, this is the problem. What, what's the problem? The problem is only the wife. So now he's giving the whole problem on that, on that note. So in any case, well, this is a very serious problem. But then the other half of the problem, which was his instigating of it, that he's not talking about. That he's very quiet about. But that will come out maybe 10 days later. That this is where the problem has started and this is where it is currently. What we are dealing with is a reaction of, to something. So now a person is asking for advice. So he must be honest about it. He must give his whole situation to whoever is asking. Put forward the issue as is. 
And then in the light of that, how to come out of that issue, there will be some advice given. But if he's going to talk about only the feet paining, whereas there's a headache, so how is going to be, is it going to be possible for anybody to attend to the root of the issue? So this is the other part of that, that now when somebody is seeking mashwara, that is an amanat from both sides. It's an amanat from the person who's going to give the mashwara. It's an amanat from the person asking the mashwara that he asked completely. Otherwise, then he's putting the other person in a kind of dilemma, in a deception also. So when he's asking, he's asking entirely. And when a person is giving advice, he's giving what in his heart of hearts is the best advice. Then he's fulfilled and discharged his responsibility. And in the Umar uh, says that when a person has taken mashwara, he has sought advice from somebody who has deen in him. With sincerity, he's seeking advice. That Allah Ta'ala will guide him to that which is best for him. <laughs> Allah Ta'ala will shower down and inspire that which is best for him. Amen. So this is the very simple, as we said, life is very simple. There are challenges in life, but it's very simple in the sense that Allah Ta'ala has given us the procedure for everything, how to come through it. What kind of direction we need, where we need to head to. And Allah Ta'ala is the one that does. Nobody but Allah Ta'ala does. Allah Ta'ala has created asbab and means for it. The dua is Allah Ta'ala alone. And like there are asbab and means in the physical sense, in the material sense, then there are these asbab as well. And the means of coming out of all the spiritual and physical and day-to-day problems and whatever other issues are, is mashwara. Depending on what, what the issue is, accordingly from that line of person we will ask. As we discussed earlier, it's a business issue from a business person. Now, how to make the cash flow work? Are you not going to send a question to the Darul Ifta? That the cash flows are all jammed up now, so what do I do now? So Darul Ifta is going to say that go and do something else. So what do we know about cash flow? <laughs> so that you're going to ask of somebody of that line. But the issue is to take mashwara from those who can guide us, from those who can give us the correct advice depending on whatever the issue is accordingly and then fulfilling all these aspects that we have mentioned and having trust in Allah فَإِذَا عَزَمْتَ فَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ Allah Ta'ala gives Nabi Sallallahu the command وَشَاوِرْهُمْ فِي الْأَمْرِ that you take advice from them take, take mashwara from them take their views also but then you make a decision فَإِذَا عَزَمْتَ when you make a decision فَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ then you have trust in Allah Ta'ala, that Allah Ta'ala will now make it happen. So likewise, we also put our trust in Allah Ta'ala. We adopt the means and put our trust in Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala will do it. So this is a very, very fundamental teaching of deen, the aspect of mashwara. So Allah Ta'ala in this ayat has given the same, that this discussion, this mashwara, there's no good in it. Illa man amara bi sadaqatin aw ma'rufin أو إصلاح بين الناس ومن يفعل ذلك ابتغاء مرضات الله. The one who will undertake this, but only for Allah Taala's pleasure. No ulterior motive in it. There is no other motive behind it. Sometimes in giving mashwara there is some ulterior motive, and sometimes in asking mashwara also there is some ulterior motive. Person is asking about something, but the motive is something else. The motive is is just leveling the field for some other thing that he wants to take up later on. So now he's just leveling the field. So the motive, there must be no ulterior motive, there must be sincerity from both sides. Allah Ta'ala says we will very, very soon give him a great reward. And then Allah Ta'ala says, وَمَا يُشَاقِقِ الرَّسُولَ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا تَبَيَّنَ لَهُ الْهُدَى those who will oppose the way of Allah's Rasul after it has become apparent to them and they follow the way apart from the way of the believers meaning where all the believers referring primarily to the Sahabah Kiram all the believers have gone to one route one direction 
then that too is a proof of shariat and deen. That the group and the whole body of Sahaba have taken one line. Then to oppose that is to oppose the way that Allah Ta'ala has put on. For example, now Ramadan is not far off. Inshallah, we'll just finish up on this. Ramadan is not far off. Now the issue of Tarawih will come up. And now from different directions, we'll hear this issue about Tarawih is 8 rakats, and Tarawih is not 20 rakats, etc., etc. So now the question is that in the light of this ayat, Allah Ta'ala says, وَيَتَّبِعْ سَبِيلَ غَيْرَ سَبِيلِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ The Mu'mineen, the Sahaba Ikram we're talking about, the whole body of Sahaba. Now, from the time of Hazrat Umar this became formalized. Prior to that, it was informal. But from the time of Umar it became formalized where one Imam and behind him the whole congregation of the Masjid, all performing 20 rakats of Tarawih. So now, in Hazrat Umar this time, how many Sahaba were there? Following behind Hazrat Ubaid ibn Ka'ab following behind the other Sahaba in the other Masajid, the 10, 15, 20, 50, there were thousands of them. And all these thousands did the same thing. They all followed one Imam in different Jamaats, wherever they were, and they, 20 Rakas they performed documented right from that time up to this day in Masjid and Nabawi that 20 rakats have always happened. Now in the light of this ayat of the Quran Sharif alone let alone all the other discussions, the very simple straightforward discussion that when all the Sahaba Ikram when Umar ibn Khattab who Allah's Nabi says that had they been a Nabi after me Rabbi Umar he is part of this, he is formalizing it what was happening in an informal way, he's formalizing it. And there were many hikmats and wisdoms why it happened informally before that. That's another subject on its own. Otherwise it would have become farz on the sunnah. Now it's sunnah. And sunnah muakkada though, had it been farz, Allah forbid what would have been the situation then? That how many people unfortunately omit the tarawih. But in any case, Umar Hazrat Usman radiallahu ta'ala an, Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala an, all the Ashara and Mubashara who were alive at that time still. And then Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala an, who Nabi Islam says that whatever he is pleased with, I am pleased with. Raditu li ummati ma radiallaha ibn ummi abdin. Hazrat Abdullah bin Abbas radiallahu ta'ala an, who is the jurist of the ummat. Hazrat Mu'az ibn Jabal radiallahu ta'ala an, who is the mufti of the ummat. Hazrat Abu Huida ibn Jarrah radiallahu an, who is the ameen of the ummat. And all the sahaba are all following this route. And somebody say, no, this is not right. So who is not right? All these people? So now, you wait now. On the one side is somebody in the 14th century, 14 centuries later, and somebody who is in the time of the golden era hmm. and people of this caliber, the Sahaba Ikram so when you put it, you go to weigh it somewhere hmm. so these people won't get left in the scale also so two pairs of the scale, depending which is weightier comes down, the other goes up this will go up so fast, there won't be anybody left in it hmm. they'll be thrown far out so this is a very simple way that we are being taught of how to go about finding that direction that we look at the way of the Sahaba Ikram and in all aspects of life so therefore that mashwara also will be sought from somebody who has this in front of them so that that correct guidance is received and we don't get deviated somewhere we don't get misled somewhere so in any case we are discussing mashwara this came as an additional point the issue is that this is an extremely important aspect which we have been taught in the Quran Sharif in the ahadith of Rasulullah in the amal of the sahaba kiram and in the lives of all the pious predecessors Allah Ta'ala give me and all of us a tawfiq of adopting all the things that we have been given in deen Allah Ta'ala grant us steadfastness on deen istiqamat and keep us on deen till our last breath wa akhir da'wana alhamdulillah
الله فليبي ديال محمد بن النبي الله فليبي ديال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال فليبي ديال الدين يا الله فليبي ديال الدين في يا الله اله العالمين يا الله فليبي ديال اخلاق رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال فليبي كومباشن اند كايندنس يا الله فليبي فليبي فوجيفنس يا الله اله العالمين يا الله فليبي يلا فليبي الخشوع الخضوع يا الله فليبي الاخلاص السنسيرتي يا الله فليبي التوكل يا الله يلا فليبي الخشيه يا الله يلا فليبي التواصل يا الله اله العالمين grandest of all the beautiful qualities ya allah remove all the evil qualities from us ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah you make us your true servants ya allah allah make us your true servants ya allah allah make us your true servants ya allah allah let every number of us be in your servitude ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah let our eyes be in your servitude ya allah let our eyes be completely obedient to your commands ya allah ya allah purify these eyes of us ya allah allah let our ears and our tongues and hands and feet be in your command ya allah let our hearts be in your command ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah our hearts be filled with your remembrance ya allah ilahu alamin in all kind let us be conscious of you ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah give us the nisbat of the awliya siddiqin ya allah and out of your grace grant it to us ya allah and out of your mercy grant it to us ya allah ya allah we are not capable of anything ya allah ya allah we are not deserving of anything also ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah you are most gracious ya allah and you give those who are not deserving ya allah and you grant us your undeserving servants ya allah ilahu alamin we are undeserving but give it to us ya allah let us make us your beloved ya allah Allah you become ours and make us yours ya Allah. Allah you become ours and make us yours ya Allah. Ilahu alamin ya Allah. All those who are sick give them shifa kamila, ajila, mustamira, daima. Allah remove every trace of the illness ya Allah. Ilahu alamin ya Allah. All those on financial difficulties remove their difficulties ya Allah. Allah give barakah to each one's rizq ya Allah. Allah give abundant halal and tayyib rizq to each one ya Allah. Allahu alamin ya Allah. All those with any kind of difficulties and hardships Allah with afiyat remove their hardships and difficulties ya Allah. Allahu alamin ya Allah. All those who are past may fill their covers with nur ya Allah. Allah make their complete maghfirat ya Allah. Give them the highest stages in the akhirat ya Allah. Allah in particular those of our parents who have passed away ya Allah fill their covers with nur ya Allah. Allah make their complete maghfirat ya Allah. Give them a special place in Allah in the heaven ya Allah. Allah those of our parents who are living ya Allah give barakah in their lives and health and wealth ya Allah. Allahu alamin. Give us a tawfiq of serving them ya Allah. Give us a tawfiq of any jannah through service to them ya Allah. Allahu alamin ya Allah. لا لا تكن مودك تيكس من الكلمه لا اله الا الله محمد رسول الله لا تيكس من ايمان كامل يا الله تيكس من توبه النسوح يا الله لا تيكس من تايم يو ار بليز وذ اس يو ار بليز وذ يو يا الله لا سيف اس من بعد يا الله لا سيف اس من كل شيء في السن يا الله لا سيف اس من بليز اوف السن يا الله اله العالمين يا الله ان اول تايم يا الله ليتس بي كونشس اوف ديث يا الله اله العالمين بك وقبرك عندك في الجنه فاس يا الله لا سيف اس من عذاب الخبر يا الله لا سيف اس difficulties remove their hardships and difficulties ya allah ya allah unite the hearts of the ummah ya allah ya allah unite the hearts of the ummah ya allah ya allah unite the hearts of spouses ya allah unite the hearts of parents and children ya allah ya allah unite the hearts of brothers and sisters ya allah ilahu alamin unite the hearts of families ya allah unite the hearts of the entire ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya allah grant us the ya allah beautiful akhlaq of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya allah give us the beautiful akhlaq ya allah ya allah remove the evil akhlaq from us ya allah ya allah give us the beautiful akhlaq ya allah ilahu alamin Ya Allah, Ya Allah, all the work of Deen that is taking place, accept it, Ya Allah. Make it a means of hidayat, Ya Allah. Ilahu alamin, Ya Allah. All those are striving in your path, Ya Allah, accept their efforts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make it a means of hidayat, spreading far and wide, Ya Allah. Ilahu alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who ask us to make du'a for them, Ya Allah, you fulfill all their needs from the unseen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you remove all their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ilahu alamin, grant them the best of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who are present, Ya Allah, you the know of the unseen, Ya Allah. You know the cry of each person's heart, Ya Allah. Ilahu alamin. Ya Allah, fulfill each one's needs. Ya Allah, remove each one's difficulties. Ya Allah, fulfill each one's pious needs, aspirations. Ya Allah, Ilahu Alamin. Ya Allah, grant the best of dunya and the best of akhirat. Ya Allah, Allahumma inna nasaluka min khairi ma saalaka min hunabiyuka wa habibuka Sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Wa naoudu bika min shami mustaghadika min hunabiyuka wa habibuka Sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Anta mustaghan wa alikal balag. Wa 
ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه المعين والحمد لله رب